Good evening. We're sorry to say that Vantiana is still suffering from the mods, but we're making the most of our temporary freedom because, well, he's bound to get better one of these days. Wilma was practicing axe throwing, which did seem to be a little foolhardy as she set the target up next to a very large, hard to miss, and as it turns out, very fragile window. Just before the atmosphere was totally exhausted, witnesses who had carefully located themselves on the other side of a military bulkhead all reported that the last thing she said as she was sucked off into space was Norm was having a custom pan fitting. It's really very clever. They measure a reach, a forearm strength, they've demonstrated how it can be used in the left or right hand, and it comes in a range of fetching colours, just like the bruises it leaves behind. Juan is, well, waxing his moustache. At least we hope that's what the pot of one wax is for. There's no point using it on his legs, not in a tenuous atmosphere. It would make no difference to his aerodynamics. The apology officer is standing next to a microphone, reading out the introduction to this week's show. And uh, Harry, well, let's just say that chair is going to have to be nuked from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. A figure in a black cloak wearing what looks like a highly customised Remlock helmet, steps through some dry ice smoke that seems to have spontaneously appeared around his ankles. He's carrying a small device that's playing martial music. He's pushing, he's pushing me and hey, hey, what are you doing? Our mics are live. Good evening, everyone. I'm Harry Balzac, your host for this evening in this inadvertently socially distant studio. I'm joined by the stalwarts of Hutton, the ever-apologetic Mia Harkness. Whatever it was, I'm sorry, but that literally is my job. The ever-sarcastic Juan Kerr. Thank you, Harry. So glad to be here. Well, I could be down the pub enjoying myself. It's what my heart beats for. And the ever, ever, ever so handy with her pan, Norma Snockers. Good evening, Harry. Get a move on, Lucy is bringing a fish supper back later. Then without further ado, faster, hustle, flurry, bustle, brouhaha, hubba, buzz or foo-for-or, it's time for the headlines. Cannons all fired up. There'll be engineers before bedtime. Time for the hat to make a stand. Is it time for aftershine? Standards fly at half-mast. Space Lurgy in both epsilons. It's time to get involved in community events. Canon Research, normally apolitical to maintain their objectivity, are up in arms about Orion University putting the boot in. 
This is the famous Denver boot, named after the place which invented a means of generating o override codes for Starship engines, namely Denver Station, which orbits an Earth-like world called Capitol in the Anseeth system. Here, a small group of wannabe undergraduate hackers striving for the ultimate in incursions, namely reprogramming the McStiffy Defensor to give out free drinks, stumbled upon the means of turning off ship engines at a distance. Unfortunately for these undergrads of Orion University, they made a mistake of testing their accidental discovery on the Dean's personal runabout when he was on a personal mission with a co-pilot who was subsequently identified as not his wife. The sudden bringing to a halt of his ship just as he was about to enter his own personal supercruise uh, damaged his paintwork, his reputation and his third and fourth vertebrae. The upshot of the incident led to the confiscation of the invention, the rebranding as an Orion University product and the Dean's divorce. All of which history leads us to the current situation with the Scrivener's clan and their dredger. Orion University have deployed the Denver boot and are keeping the ship and adding to their claim that the Scrivener's ship is university property, they claim that they have the Scrivener's best interests at heart, which is the line that can be heard in most abusive relationships. Canon Research are unable to confront the university directly with any weapons other than words, but are urging the rest of the galaxy to sit up and take notice of this humanitarian crisis. They are asking for practical help. If the Scrivener's dredger cannot move, it will run out of fuel with disastrous consequences for all those on board. Canon are asking pilots from all over the galaxy to bring raw materials of any kind, right up to and including any old ship such as a Sidewinder that's seen better days that can fit in the moor of the dredger and thus be converted to scrap, which can be processed for fuel. In an effort to break the dredger free of its spatial prison, Canon have also issued a call for anyone who has skill at tugging. They need skilled pilots to help push the ship and to get it where it's going as fast as possible. If you've got a big one and think that you can extend your reach around to the Uchos PCC C29-0 system, then Canon would like you to give them a hand. There has been a little confusion this week regarding experiments. The Brewer Corporation, purveyors of fleet carriers to the spacefaring community, eager to extend their network of handy little chef outlets along the Colonia Superhighway, spoke to a number of the engineers in the galaxy about getting their hands on a few tasty looking pre-upgraded frameshift drives. All the better to jump to the new bases. The engineers duly obliged and built up a hearty stock of pre-engineered modules for commander's ships, forgoing their usual requirements of lots of cigars, Lavian brandy and strange requests that normally include things like left-handed screwdrivers and tartan paint. Brewer, for their part, made an absolute killing on the contributions to the community goal and stand to make a lot more from tritium sales along the route, so are happy to fund things. It appears, though, that their procurement manager forgot to read the small print on the order confirmation. In little itty-bitty teensy-weensy writing at the bottom, it said, Double engineer frameshift drives are not suitable for experimenting on. Experimentation will invalidate the warranty and Brewer Corporation cannot be held liable for any loss incurred as a result. 
Potential problems as a result of attempting to bolt a left-handed doohickey, some lead plates, a 3 8 gripply and a reverse polarity governor to your double-engineered frameshift drive may include rapid cellular inversion causing you to get red on you extensively, further an unscheduled rapid exothermic disassembly, the need to carry jump leads for your ship, a bad earth leading to much sucking through teeth from your mechanic, an inexplicably large repair bill, of course, misjumps may result, which are bad and usually contain Thargoids and nowhere nearby to jump to. Having not read this small print, Brewer distributed the new modules and sat back to plant their next exciting corporate development. Then they checked their inbox. It wasn't pleasant, despite the double-engineered modules outperforming their standard rivals by a whole five light as an average. Commanders were demanding that they be able to make the housing out of perforated tissue paper and to be able to use RON 1000 hyper-refined hydrogen fuel in them and were outraged that they couldn't squeeze an extra fraction of a light air out of their anaconda. There were pitchforks, flaming torches, which aren't sensible around hydrogen storage, and demands the free frameshift drives be made even better. We say free as everybody got paid already for their contributions, and this was just the little cherry on top of the bakewell. The engineers say no. The computer says no. Brewer says no. The Pilots' Federation, they were positive in the assertion that the answer wasn't, it's just too risky. Fire up one of these baby with the experimental effects on it, and the end of 2001 will look like a mild hallucination compared to what will happen next time you jump. Bad trip city. For the time being, commanders are asked not to badger their local engineer about experimental upgrades. Felicity Farseer is said to be even more sewn up cat's bum pinch mouthed over the whole affair, but he's still refusing to apply the necessary modifications. Not even if you bring her a nice bunch of flowers and some chocolate. There hasn't been a brewer this much in trouble since the year 2020, when well-known beverage maker Brewdog, we're not sure if they're a precursor to the modern company, offered some solid gold cans in a competition, only to explain only the micron-thick coating was solid gold and the rest of the can just contained delicious hoppy beer which in the right light might look golden or goldish or goldy, but weighs significantly less. Of course, nothing lasts forever and all things must come to an end. As of about an hour ago, the Pilots' Federation announced that what I've been saying up to now is complete nonsense. Well, those weren't the words that they used. They said the experimental effects can now be used, but I'm sure they timed it so that it was too late for us to change the script. Still, it's hard to say stay annoyed for long when A, this helps everyone who wants to squeeze that last drop of that out of their uh, drive, and B, it was announced by the lovely Sally. This week marks the start of the latest series of I Think I'm a Celebrity, I'm Getting Out of Here. A gruelling series of tests where people are forced to swallow all sorts of unpleasant nonsense and that's just the audience. 
The programme is notorious for the self-inflicted humiliation heaped upon those who take part, ranging from having to perform daily chores in an uncomfortable environment and without a hat, to the infamous Bush Sucker Challenge, where the participants must eat as many testicles as they can in two minutes, in order that they may truly be said to be talking bollocks. They will likely be reminiscing around the campfire about when I was young and plenty of the older members of the Get the Heck Out of Here camp regaling their fellow inmates with tales about when procedurally generated 8-bit games had tales in them and definitely didn't contain edible poets or black felines and most indubitably had plot lines, stories and didn't relate didn't rely on your imagination. Of days when there's no such thing as a grind to get those military lasers and when you definitely could use VR on an 8-bit screen to walk around your wireframe station. Anyway, there will likely be a public vote at the end of it. Not that it will affect the outcome, but it makes for hilarious reading on Galtwit. There is currently a petition for the campmates to be forced to wear pumpkin head space helmets throughout as what else are they going to do with the rotting vegetables that are left over from Halloween? For those that aren't as interested, other channels on Galflix include reruns of To The Pleiades Born, The Great Galactic Jump Off, where minor Sea League faction representatives all attempt to MacGyver their way to build a frameshift drive with a buttery biscuit base and without it collapsing in the oven. Driving on ice, where everyone laughs at the antics of SRV drivers attempting to perform as well as the host, Alec Turner, and earn themselves a perfect 10 on the night without stuffing it into the scenery and experiencing a Lego-style conversion from perfect scarab to pile of small bits. And the finale of Love Planet, where the remaining billion of contestants are all given some Motrona experience jelly, a big bucket of Lavian brandy and Scipion swimwear and told not to misbehave or you're out. Please note, this programme is not suitable for those of a sensitive disposition, minus or in fact anyone with any common sense. For our part, we'll be tuning in to reruns of Whose Pad Is This Anyway? Like Mr. Dusty on steroids, a power vacuum is soon filled. Nowhere is this more true than in the crime families that control our galaxy, mostly from behind the scenes. The dastardly Don, the Camorra King, Don Antonacci, has departed the bubble for a quiet life, trying to make friends in the Pleiades, which left a vacancy. Stepping into these still warm, hand-stitched crocodile loafers with optional spats and donning his white jacket, modelled oh so stylishly after a tattoo from Fantasy Outpost, comes Kingpin. His rivals were bowled over, sorry, bowled over by his move. Despite a passing resemblance to a minor pirate known as Captain Beard, this villain is of an altogether more sinister bent. Kingpin hasn't been seen much since his vidcast showing him storming a defenseless surface settlement where he demonstrated his trademark fetish for cutting panels using acronyms like PIC, PID, 
and the wearing of garish costumes. We are searching for his home base and be assured the truckers will find it and we will make him pay for whatever it is that he's done. Now the first item on that list, one which demonstrates just how comfortable and unassailable he feels, is his recent and quite blatant move to give the truckers the finger. Admittedly, this was his little finger and it was raised whilst he was drinking. But he was drinking from a fake Hutton mug. Oh, is it? He replied when challenged, but a man with as much experience as Kingpin Tommy does not make that mistake by mistake. When Kingpin told me... What did Kingpin tell you? Ow. Oh. When Kingpin told me waved the fake mug around, it caused another superhero to rise. Pink Wafer Girl, whose secret identity is rumoured to be Commander Sally, leapt up and with a single bound showed Kingpin told me what real mugs look like and then proceeded to annihilate him by whirling her bolas made of mini mugs and a pom-pom around and basically chopping the legs from under him, uh, metaphorically speaking. We would like to remind viewers and listeners that fake mugs are absolutely fine for you to make for your own amusement and beverages, just as long as they're not sold on the market, as that puts a price on the Hutton mug. Despite what you might see in the marketplace when at Hutton, real mugs are not for sale they must be earned by doing well basically something extremely truckery real hunt mugs are the only ones made from the deck plates of ships that failed to complete the long journey out to the orbital and the only ones that will keep your beverage warm because of the frame shift energies that the material has absorbed fake mugs well they hold liquid don't they The export division of McThargoids, the people behind the Burger Off range of frozen meals that are sent to distant outposts and penal colonies, have run into a spot of bother. It appears that their synthetic meat products may not come up to scratch, as there's a rumour that they may not be made from products that come from approved sources. Unregistered protein vats are, apparently, big business in some dark corners of the galaxy, and we understand that some of them are not too fussy about where the protein comes from. Dead Meat Enterprises, ironically, is a big supplier of raw protein. Well, you've got to lend a hand, haven't you? It all comes from our small holdings, said a spokesman. Another of provider of protein, no questions asked, is the self-titled Soy Like Green Corporation, which has as its tagline, not affiliated with Soylent, no way, no how, honestly. And the marketing phrase, keeps a body warm, does a warm body. Is currently being investigated by the standards authorities. A spokesman for McThargoid said, We do not use any of that synthetic synthetic rubbish. All of our products are made from 100% natural synthetics, grown in a small farm that happens to be next to an industrial plant. There are a lot of, you know, industrial accidents. When questioned about the Galnet rumour of where someone found a sock in a giganto-sized McGrowler pie, the same spokesman said that this sometimes happened as the air on the farm where the synthetic cows and chickens live is so pure and clean that workers like to dry their washing nearby and that maybe a gust of fresh air had blown it across the factory or onto one of the synthetic goats or one of the synthetic goats had leaned across the fence and eaten it from the line. He called the briefing to a close when we revealed that 
a human foot had been found inside the sock and that the previous owner of both sock and foot had not cut their toenails in some time. Investigations are ongoing, but it seems that the penal colonies and remote colonies, which form the bulk of the market for burger off products, due mainly to a lack of options, will have to do without McGrowler pies, pork sauce skewers, meat straws and badly packed kebabs until the supply issues are resolved. Incoming encrypted transmission. Decrypting. Decryption complete. Stand by for a message from Hexcom Actual. Okay, Hexwing. Tharg has definitely dug in his heels, or whatever Goids have, in our near bubble systems and is ready for a protracted fight. He's learned nothing of the stubbornness of humanity, so we'll continue giving him lessons. Three new systems have been attacked. HIP-16753, Electra, and Tegeta, all in the Pleiades. We continue to align our combat priorities with the Anti-Xeno Initiative. The current top three, in order, are Kilano, Pleiades Sector PD-S, B4-0, and HR-1183, all in the Pleiades Nebula region. You can keep up to date on combat priorities and overall system status at Thargoid.watch. Haxcom's fleet carrier, FTM Fellowship, remains on station at the primary star of Pleiades Sector PD-SB4-0. All pilots are welcome there for restock, refuel, and repair. Rescue operations continue for the following 12 stations. Ayesu Dock, Cavalry, Bearingport, Fort Zeno, Cole Point, Betancourt Base, Hannah Enterprise, Ezra Point, Cheryl Orbital, Con Relay, Carrion Vision, and Sal Prospect. Evacuate non-critical personnel to the nearby rescue ship or bring emergency supplies to those ships. For our truckers looking to haul repair supplies, Ark's Faith and Kailano Dock are ready for repair, however, both still have active Thargoid incursions. Operation Ida recommends waiting until those incursions have cleared before resupply activities begin, just in case Tharg decides to set those stations back on fire. For any pilots looking to join anti-Xeno operations but need guidance and training, we recommend the AXI Wiki at wiki.antizenoinitiative.com and joining the AXI Discord server. For rescue pilots wanting to join with like-minded fire jumpers, look for the post-disaster evacuation service also on Discord. We are making progress in our priority systems. Two are down to a moderate Goid presence, and one is that significant. Additionally, Evangelist in the Witchhead region is also down to a significant presence. It's going to take time, Hackswing, but we are going to push back the tide on this menace and we will prevail. Watch out for each other, keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mug. Hexcom message complete. Defend the mug. Encrypted transmission complete. 
With several adverse system states resolving themselves in one way or another, it's been a pretty busy week across Hutton space. Matters in our two problem systems have taken a decidedly rosier turn this week, with both of last week's laggards benefiting from system squabbles resolving themselves, leaving them both on 39, only a gnat's crotchet below Alvin's approval threshold. Barnard Star and Hill Parsi have already seen one conflict resolve itself, where the latter saw Crimson State lose their attempt at gaining second place. With only 20% of influence locked up in each system, now is a good time to go in there and give them both a nice boost. Unfortunately, the outbreak in Epsilon Eridani that they caught from a toilet seat in Wolf 25 two weeks ago has spread to the other Epsilon, the one of the indie Bourbon fame. The authorities are confident that the outbreak has been contained and it will end within the next 24 hours. Commanders are asked again to be reminded to wear their remlocks in all inside spaces and stop eavesdropping on those unmasked characters inside social spaces as you've no idea where they've been. Peregrina, most probably. Remlocks should only be removed in order to stick the sticky thing up your nose to scrape out some snot to see if you've got a dose of the space lurgy and don't forget to pee on the correct end of the stick before you put it up your nose. The infrastructure failure in Y0855-0714 was cleared within a couple of days of the life safety systems going on the blink. Maintenance staff are confident that the newly installed newspaper gaffer tape and zip tie repairs will last, well, a bit. Well done to those commanders who assisted and successfully emptied the station of all gold, silver, cutlery and hotel bath towels. As predicted last week, we have expanded into a dump we didn't want. LP410-93 in this case. Commanders who can be bothered should sign up for Operation Backpedal and lose the war there. Can system custodians get their expansions under control instead of just prematurely spurting off in random directions? Speaking of this, at the top end of the systems league, just like last week and the week before, we have nine systems above 60% with one over 70. Meanwhile, in Colonia, Chief Inspector Hanke of the Bus Depot, Gran Kazi of all the Colonias, asked that Tucker's assist in Pytheus where Hot Colt have an election against Ed's 38 and Etir where there is a further election against Colonia Cooperative for the second slot. Priorities this week are to boost Hutton influence in Hillpass Sai and Barnard Star. The galaxy continues to spin at around 210 kilometers per second in our region, and commanders continue to design new and exciting things to do in it. Here are some updates about events organized by members of the community. As usual, links will be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. The Comfy Cannon Cruise may not live up to its name for much longer as the couches aboard the Fleet Carrier Console must have a spring or two poking out by now, but Commander Mephisto has managed to find a small corner away from the noise of reupholstering to pen this little note. The Comfy Cannon Cruise is now at waypoint 95 
only 8,500 light years from Sol. Here, Konsu was refueled with tritium and record time from Commander Illyrium's fleet carrier Angel's share yesterday, thanks to the passengers that were able to help before it was finished, and especially a big thank you to the generous commander that organised this. The first two waypoints since last report, with numbers 92 and 93, featured one type of Taurus mollusk each, Keralium and Flavum. The latter was discovered after the initial completion of the Canon Challenge by Commander Mark Santheus and pointed out by former passenger Commander Comicborn to lie along the route. Consul's scout, Commander Belligar, found some nice systems to visit in the vicinity again, the most spectacular being a black hole at the centre of the nebula. At waypoint 94, there were bell mollusks for a change, the Blatium kind to be specific. The current waypoint, Herpuerum, Good mollusks await the examination. Consu will set course in the direction of Colonia tomorrow, which the cruise should reach in about two weeks. The wild, wild west, just a little less wild and a little less westward this week. Commander Airman Dan has had to go on a small side quest for a few days, where he has to collect dollars in order to feed his troll landlord, but sent the purple rider in his stead to tell us what they'd been up to. After leaving their mark on the galactic map at waypoint 10 and climbing to the lofty waypoint 11, the intrepid commanders of the Wild Wild West expedition continue onwards toward to waypoint 12 and beyond. They've seen the wonders of the western edge of the galaxy and begin their meander back to the bubble, eager to share what they've found. Expedition All the Clouds in the Sky has finally remembered where they left the keys to the fleet carrier and, they, and have made a move after picking up all their rubbish of course, they're not animals. Commander Deluvian has finally got some real news and is eager to share it with us. Formidine Rift, here we are. On Tuesday, we finally entered the mysterious sector of space that gives shivers to so many commanders. So far, so good and no surprises. It is very different though when you travel in a single ship versus a fleet carrier. It just feels safer to have docking ability to fix any potential problems. We're equipped with almost 16,000 tonnes of fuel, including the main depot, and we'll be moving forward to reach Spongu as soon as we possibly can. The departure from our previous location was a bit delayed due to new development in our mining strategy. Commander Hazard 6S came up with an interesting idea of multi-ship mining that turned out to be extremely efficient. One vessel is just prospecting and burning. The second vessel is burning and collecting. This way, double yield is quickly absorbed and fills up the collecting vessel. If you do it with three vessels, keeping only one collecting, that goes even faster. We've got a great crew and I'm very lucky to have Commanders Hazard 6S, Drac Demender, D Rainwater and Kalidus Akoma with me. It's more terrifying when one of them decides to leave us for a time. Our Master Engineer Commander Hazard 6S isn't happy with his mining vessel and has announced his departure. As a success wants to get back to the bubble, build the appropriate vessel and join us back. I advised against it because eventually Zodiac would be looping back in this direction anyway. He didn't want to wait and set off with, I'll be back in no time. <laughs> I very much hope so because it really makes me uncomfortable to move forward without him on board. 
There are still a few days left to sign up for the Magellan Experience. All truckers are invited by the Independent Explorers Association to their most ambitious trip to date, covering not only winter, but the first part of next year, starting November 28, 3307 to 6th of March 3308. From Beta Sculptoris to W. Ursa Majoris, heading south towards the Seagull Nebula to link up with the Perseus Arm of the Galaxy. From there, heading east down the arm all the way to the very tip to visit Magellan's star. Commander Richard Fluanzem and the team have told us that there will be three mass launches to cover multiple time zones, Europe, North America and what they've described as very early to cover Russia and the Southern Hemisphere. The latest five euro tour, the Southern Nebula Journey, will be going on a four week trip to the south and southwest of the bubble, passing through 25 nebulae along the way. It's not asking for tritium because it's going to be a traditional event without the use of fleet carriers. It's meant for everyone, but most of all, new pilots. So if you feel like a longish trip but didn't want to go alone, then this one would seem to fit the bill. Commander Hunter has point paused from putting posters up all around the bubble to send this rallying cry. Hello everyone, our journey will begin soon. If you haven't signed up yet, there's still time to do it. We will be departing from the Melier system on Saturday 1900 UTC. Be sure to grab a camera and snacks, because we'll be gone for four weeks. See you there, 07. And finally for this week, the fantastically frigid trip to Triffid, described by the organisers thus. Are those endless waves of pirates and combat zones boring you to the core? What about your mining? The endless repetition getting to you? Look no further, the fantastically frigid trip to Triffid has you covered. Bring your explorer vessels and prepare to see some of the best sights just outside the bubble. Get your camera suite ready, free up space on your data core, as this list includes stops such as glowing gas giants, wondrous nebulae, ring planets, planets inside rings and landable planets with unique geography. Come and roast s'mores with us over the vents on Lucifer's lair and dress warmly for landing on some of the icy bodies we'll be exploring. Been itching to prove your dominance in an SRV? We have a couple of planets well suited for just that. Along some of the stops we'll hang out and watch various space movies and play some party games. Games and movies to be decided upon by the expedition members and we announce at a later date. This expedition is geared for newer players, or those who just want to kick back, relax and enjoy a nice fiery vent with some new and exciting people. Exploration ships come highly recommended but are not necessarily required. This trip will be done in Odyssey as the planet Gen makes for some really nice pictures, though it should suit Horizons. You are welcome to follow our route in Horizons, although the fleet carrier may not be available to you. You will be followers under your own power. Have a fleet carrier and want to help the members in Horizons? Contact Ikers the Mage at uh, pound sign 3652 on Discord. Remember, if you want your event to feature, please email itookpart at hutnorbital.com and we'll make sure you get a shout out. 
And here we are. Well, that was a bumper crop, including one item which had to have some last-minute re revision there. <clears throat> that was seamless. Talking nonsense, is it? And uh, fleet carriers are available to everybody, whatever the platform yes. well, that's what I thought yeah. as well. I was reading it. I'm thinking, well, I'm reading nonsense twice tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Three times, you know, four, five, six. Uh, hang on, I've got my shoes and socks off in a second. <laughs> but to, well, you can you can count up to twelve without doing that. I'm, I'm from Norfolk. <laughs> Fourteen then. And no, Seamless. Yeah. And yeah. good. Yes. Yes. Well, never mind. Well, that will um, the frigid trip. You've got some good news there. <clears throat> You've got. Mm. <laughs> that's from that straight from their EDSM entry. So. I didn't editorialise other than correct spelling. I, I changed a few things. Like, mm. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Mm. Right, now that's, that's, let's, let's move on. So, um, yes, with the, we've said that last change there with the um, <clears throat> experimental effects was a bit... Um, yeah. Well, it was about an hour and a half ago now that they yeah, did that. It was, it was, yeah, it was kind of last minute, but it's good that it's sorted, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. How, yeah. how, how much extra do we, do we get now? Um, well, it's four percent of your. Well, four uh, percent is the mass manager. Um, yeah, it's mass manager. Yeah. Uh, with an eight percent reduction in integrity. Yeah, but you know. Although to be to be fair, with their fumes, it doesn't really make much difference these days. Yeah, I know, no, no. But um, yeah, so it's it's whatever you got from the initial one. I think I was at about seventy nine and a half light years in my anaconda, and I'm now eighty six point one three. So which you'll never 70. use. Oh, yeah, well. No, you won't. Yeah, well. Yeah, you go and find me a system that's 82 light years away. Certainly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your last, well, Mr. Well. Sure. Your, your, 82, your last, 82 your last from jump, where? Your, yeah, last that... jump, your last jump into Isham's reach around is 82.66 light years. Yeah, but you're using Jumponium anyway, it should be. No, you don't have to. Do you, do you like the schlop as the gaunt? <laughs> Gauntlet hitting the floor. Yes. Well, it has to hit the floor now. Somebody's stolen the hat stand. Yeah. Where's the hat stand and, gone? And wait, I don't know. I'll have to sit here. Presenting. You've dropped your glove or thrown down a gauntlet. You know, yeah. down a gauntlet. We're going to have to. Yeah. Where would I put my hat? And now? you can, if you go up the way, if you go up the way, or if you go down the way, or if you go out to the extremities of the galaxy, yeah, does easily eighty-two light year jumps through. There are, but for everything, you just end up using jumponium. So it's. It's kind no, of, no, no, we don't have to. Well, I rarely use Jumponium. Do it any? Yeah, exactly. And Easy. I, know, I know a few people that have been to places like um, Star One, where there were about 40 Jumponium jumps on the way out and 40 on the way back. You don't need to bother with that. It's always uh, full. The tank's still, full. There will still be some, but you don't need to worry about it. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm, plus, I just want you to go as far as I can. Because well, why not? Oh, something can be ah. occupied till um Precisely. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you were just you nearly did it, you nearly did it. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep me going. It's a wee a wee bit of something new that'll keep me going until till we get the uh it's a bit, the it's a bit, much vaunted fantasy. Like having a car that does oh, well it does two hundred and twenty eight miles an hour now. Well, what are you gonna do that? Yeah. Same as car park. Maybe. Well, that was you, was it? <laughs> those those shops are getting pretty big now, and the car parts mm. are enormous. Mm. Yeah. Go faster, stripes. Yeah. yeah. You try yes. doing it, try doing donuts at that speed. Speed. Oh, you shouldn't be eating while driving. It's not good yeah. for you. No. Yeah. Sugar gets everywhere. 
Yeah, it does. It does. But there you go. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm quite pleased with that. I quite like that. Mm. But I've got some. I've got some. It'll work. It'll be good for the kind of shorter range ones as well. Like my uh, my Asp Scout, which is good for hanging, jumping about the bubble and jumping about out to Colo- no Colonia. Uh, you have an Asp Scout, ladies. Yeah. Oh, so you're the one. Uh, yeah, there's me. Uh, there's me and one other guy. We meet, I bet you've we got a Cobra up. Mark IV as well. Yeah, yeah I have. I have one of them. I've got everything. I sold mine straight away, first week. I've got a, I've got a diamond back. Still have the plastic too. on the seats. And that diamond new ship smell. That's That wasn't a new ship smell. Well, mine didn't have a new ship smell. Oh, it's it's some kind of ships. smell. But, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I've got one of them. I've got a di- diamond back scout as well. There you go. But, um, We've got an asp scout. Wow. <laughs> but what I can do with that, that drive as well is if I take that out of the anaconda and fit it into my Type 9, it gives me a bit of range for uh, community goals. So it means instead of doing things like two jumps out, three jumps back, it might be one mm. and two. So it's good for that kind of thing. You use a fleet carrier for that. What fleet carrier? No. I don't have eight... That's why you haven't got a fleet carrier. You spent it all on our scouts. No, I didn't. I've got 11 and a half billion in the bank. I just know better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, mine's... I'm using mine at the moment for my Christmas booze stash. Ah, okay. (laughs) Christmas has been delivered. So what have you got on it? Uh, Labian brandy. Uh, how, f- oh, God. how much in total? I've, how much uh, booze is on it? Thousand tons. What are you going to do for next weekend? I mean, a thousand tons mm. of rare booze, not beer. I've got like nine thousand tons of beer. Oh, on. okay. Ah, you should be all right. That I should mean, see you through the weekend. Centauri Mega Gin. I've got four hundred and fifty tons of uh, indie bourbon on it. Ooh. Wait for that Christmas booze, CG. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a G- CG you can sell. I think that might just be the booze you can sell. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. crew are looking a bit... If you get into the cargo deck and come back, you're not allowed to fly yeah. anymore. You can... <laughs> There's all kinds, like Del Boy's lock-up on there. Yeah. Altarian skin, is it? Altarian skins, yes. Ethergrease mm. tea buds. There's a box of oh. them somewhere. <laughs> nice. Some... Yes. Who, who watched? I mean, I think I think we need cards on the table. Mm. Uh, there's no David, and there's <laughs> there's no Caldet Res Digest. So if you got the impression we're spinning this out a tad, we, we are. <laughs> it's because you we might are. be right. <laughs> yeah, no Galnet Rares this week. We don't have an Amelia. We do have a Galnet Rares, but we just don't well, have not an since she got here sucked here. out the window. About, yeah, mm. sucked off into space. That's what happened yeah, to her. How did you hear her go we? I, I, I didn't hear her going for a we. Because, you know, going, in space, nobody can hear you scream yeah, we you or do lip, anything. You can it's a vacuum. Read, I mean, it doesn't sound wee doesn't travel in a vacuum. It's an easy one to lip read. Hmm. We. Oh, it's her lips read we. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of opened her mouth and shouted something. Go that. She kind of opened her mouth and shouted something, so I just assumed it was we. <laughs> it might have been help me. It might have been. It might have been help me. It was. You just didn't watch, yeah? Yeah. She was, exci- been... she was excited anyway because her eyes had gone really big. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It could have been. I know you told me about axe throwing the station, but I wouldn't listen. Yeah. 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 But there so, we go. So, who, who, anybody? I, I know Palantir, you watched the uh, bit of the. Uh, I did. Super I did watch news this week, didn't you? Did I you, did. I watched. Did yes, watch, I did. Did you watch I did. the stream? 
It's only because I put the link up to the good bit. It did, it did. And then, and then well, I had I to... I knew you'd click on it. You're so easily read. No, I had to read... I had to watch part of it because how else could I have extracted the pictures to well, I'd use? Already, I'd already done it for you. No, I had to take the three pictures and get them at the exact right spot and then stick them together in that What he's saying is, yeah, you item. did it for him, but then he had to yep. do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know... <laughs> I'm not saying he's a control freak or anything, but he's a control freak. So, there's, yeah. yeah, there's my way or the wrong way. Yeah. So, you know, at the beginning models. of the yeah, life... Yeah, wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you, with most of these things, if, if you don't manage to you know, sort of organise your day properly so mm. you can watch them live and participate in the chat even, yeah. um, you have to watch them the day after yeah. know, on, on the, on the catch-up service mm -hmm. um so this week as you kind of kept hitting the what is it the right arrow key to scroll through it there's normally you know you're getting close because the, the screen changes and it gives you a timer countdown well yeah. arf's in charge this week so there was no timer countdown it's, doof, it was there it was like it was <laughs> like the ad, it was like the adverts on the night shift television doof, you're like you're Back into the oh, oh you know, like oh Harry, I've loved you so try our hemorrhoid cream. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's the adverts, right? Yeah. yeah. I th I thought he was just trying to rub in the business. The reason that he hadn't actually got his own real hut and mug, so putting that fake one up. Oh, on, that came oh, later. That, no, that came later. That was that was once he got into it. And he comes on the radio. He would get a radio mug. He would. He would get a he radio would. mug. Yeah. yeah. That's but the way. What, what, what? To be fair, fair to Arf, one of the things he. Out, they're very wary about how much sort of um, they tell us about upcoming content yeah. or storyline because one of the pitfalls of giving a peek at upcoming content, you know, a sort of squint behind the curtain, is that they get misinterpreted, extrapolated, over-speculated, generally, and, you know, approached at and departed from at tangent. Mm. A, a hyperbolic tangent, even for the mathers out there. Um, so there'll be none of that here, will there? Hyperactive tangent. H Harry, where are you not? No, nope, definitely not. You should be shaking your head. Right, that's it. I'm leaving. Probably. <laughs> anyway, on this maybe, sub maybe someone help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to tell these days. <laughs> leaving. Anyway, on the subject of nodding, Sally mm. was reprimanded by the Frontier Management um, for not, apparently, she doesn't really recall this incident, but nodding at a comment made by Arf in a previous stream that gave the impression that a thing was the case, when in fact the thing was the opposite of the thing that was being nodded at. Still with me? Nope. Look at no. the table. <laughs> nodding, was that a nod? More of a sh no, 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 no. Look no, at that. Come on. Why for help. <laughs> Flossie, why are you wearing a hat indoors? Anyway. I'm not wearing a hat. That's her hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, see, I need a haircut, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, that's probably, definitely, perhaps, absolutely confirmed then. Yep. Sally Bobbleheads are coming. Hooray! Boom. You heard it here first. <laughs> confirmed. Patch right. Now. Confirmed patch nine. Four-seater SRVs. No, that's... I'm lying about that. <laughs> Two-seater. <laughs> yeah. No, four-seater ones as well. You need to get the whole crew in. Well, it could be like... Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So half half the stream was taken up by the top 20 issue list. Oh. Um, I'm just seeing... No, it's not on the screen, even though it's in the broadcast folder. Um, 
so of the 20 things on the list, there are seven in new, so that means 13 remain from last time. Two have been fixed, pretty much all TBC. Five are coming in update nine, and one in update 10. There, Ooh, update that's confirmed. 10 is confirmed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Heard it here first. And the hot new console news is? There is no console news. Correct. So console yourself. <laughs> oh, uh, so they did, uh, after sort of flogging through that list and uh, explaining to the chat why, you know, why things are the why way they are, which is, which is half the live stream, basically. Yeah. Um, they went to some community stuff. So Grinning Crow, a, a commander, made over 1,800 night shift dollars on a charity live stream. So well done to them. Um, so everybody knows that what do we use in Elite for scale? Oh, the banana. Oh, banana. banana. Space, space, space ruler. Right. You know. That's the only thing that the human eye can relate to. That's right. A 22 centimetre Tesco banana. Mm. And you remember those marvellous ship scale comparison video thingies? Yes. Uh, that, oh, I can't remember his name now. Um, but, uh, you know, there was the original one and then they added the Thor going ships in. Um, mm -hmm. um and you know that ships are large compared to surface installations. Well, here they are with a bunch of bananas to scale. You can see the banana just on the right of just, the SRV yeah, in that can, picture. Yeah. yeah, there it is. I just thought that was a smudge. And just to show oh. you how big ships are compared to settlements. Put it back, Norm. Put it back, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse. He probably has, but it is 15 seconds ago, so it's, yeah, it's coming up. Anyway, but you know how brilliant radio this is when most of the gags are visual. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was so well. Come on, Norm, get the other picture. Where's the bunch of bananas, Norm? There's a bunch of bananas, Norm. He did put it up and then it went away again because he, he was right. catching half up with your stuff. Half, 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 half a second. Yeah. yeah. Yay! Wait, leave it. Touch nothing. God. Director, are they Tesco bananas? Do you think? Where do you think? Ah, uh, I don't know. Fives. I can't see a five sticker on them though. They might mm. not be. Mm. Anyway, there was all, there was a a video of uh, an active Thargoid surface site. So if if you're looking for things to do, they're pretty interesting. I, I went to looked at one a couple of years ago before I went off into the black, and it's like an episode of Who Lives Here. So they <laughs> sort of take you around in the uh, in the Thargoid, and it's active as well. Yeah. So the whole galaxy things go in, and the uh, mm. you know the scavenger things. What are they called? The little red fisher, mooching about. Anyway, there are never spoilers in. Like this. You, you know, we don't do spoilers here, mm -hmm. apart from the apologies type tens. Yeah. yeah. So if you want it, the link is going to go into the chat, and if you don't want to know. Look away now, but I'm afraid City lost three nil on penalties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I know it was covered in the news item, but the fake mug warning. There was a fake, fake mug. Did you see that? I, I saw pictures of it after oh. the event. I don't think I could have sat through the real thing. I'd be doing but, too dramatic. <laughs> I, I mean, don't I, think Arthur. I don't think Arthur knew it was a. a it was a fan created mm. mug. Mm. Mm. I'm the, we don't know that it was a fake mug. It was fan created. 
Well, it's fake mug. It's yeah. not a real mug, so it must be no. a fake mug. Yeah, but a fan-created mug is, is okay. It's just... Yeah, it's, it's just... A fake mug is one that's been put up for sale. Yeah, if it's one that you've bought mm. off a website, if you've paid money for it off a website or something, that's a bit dodgy. If you've designed your own in with the... You know how you get the merchandise designer on the, mm. on the mm. Frontier website and things like that? That's that okay. This is personal use. Yeah. Yeah, and we we also put up the graphics on on our Facebook page so that yeah. people, so, people people want to do it for their own thing. That that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. It's it's just the ones who try and sell it, and, and of course the problem is if they're selling it, that potentially takes away revenue from us where we're trying to gather it for our charities, and that's yeah. the bit that we object to. It's yeah, it hurts hmm. like special effect and uh, hero yeah. mugs. Yeah. You know. So Sally said she wanted one, one of the fake mugs. Um, fake one. <laughs> but but she's got two genuine Hutton mugs already. A real Hutton mug, you know, made from the dry plates of ships that died on mm. the way here. Mm. And a Hutton radio mug. Yeah. Which she then proudly showed off as we as we yes. saw earlier with her with her mini mugs as well. Mm-hmm. As half looked on a sort of mug. <laughs> a what? A shit tier mug. <laughs> <laughs> so Send her as, one of those. As she was as she was proudly showing her mugs. Yes. Um Arf sort of looked a little little bit oh, little bit greenish and oh. said sarcastically, <laughs> oh, I expect mine are in the post, are they? <laughs> oh, after that, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Sally, Sally, whilst we appreciate that the item in question is fan made, and that of course imitation is a form of flattery. There's simply just no substitute for the real thing. And yes, Commander Phoenix Defire, we saw you in the chat. The only way to get a real Hutton mug is to earn one. Oh, and we all love you too. <laughs> is that not when you fart a lot, Flattery? <laughs> so they, um, they, they wish get well soon to someone called... David Pearson? Any, anyone know that? Yeah, no, I never heard no, of No, okay, moving no. on. Mm. And then... Uh... Sounds like an oaf. <laughs> <laughs> he's not... Is he in the chat? Is he in the chat? Don't... Don't... Please don't let him at the studio. That's too, too much. I'm no, not watching the moment. We're safe. No, he's, he's not. not. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. no. Okay. Yeah, we'll hear it in the morning and then they can just shout at the universe in general and we might be able to hear him. Well, we might be able to hear him. We might go all Brian Blitz. There's, there's no way he can go around shouting. I was having a phone conversation with him earlier today and at the end of every sentence it's punctuated by a huge amount of coughing. So this, nah. no, I think his family are probably going to make the most of it because he can't raise his voice to them. <laughs> so, and then the, the usual sort of stellar screenshots. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so look out for the video of that when it comes out. Oh, very nice. Well, what was tonight's? Um, did, did anybody see tonight's? Well, no. I saw some of it. There was a CQC going on. Um, <coughs> lots of CQC going on. And in the middle of it, they, they happened to mention that they were going to put out the, the fix for the, the FSDs. Community mm. goal. Um, a couple of people had asked about it, and I kind of mentioned that it'll be nice when they're, when they're fixed and ready to go. And then somebody came back to me and went, there's a post here. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know, but, um, at that time, I think it was Zach, or it might have been Steak Garrido, but one of them could see it on his, his screen being 
updated and ready to get ready to get a uh, release. So it kind of happened live on air. Yeah. Um, but they were doing a bit of CQC tonight and really enjoying themselves. They're getting good at it now as well. You know, it's like full speed through the tunnels and things like that. And it's been a long time since we did a Hutton CQC with. Yeah. Yeah. It but it's getting like, enough people. Yeah. yeah well, I know. Well, obviously, Xbox. Well, yeah, Xbox regularly did that. Yes. Yeah. Because mm, it's finding a time that's suitable for the maximum number of people. No. Yeah. But you've just got to say the time and just do it. Um, yeah. You, 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 you up, can't yeah, accommodate yeah. all of the people all of the time. No, you mm-hmm. can't. So you just got and to do it. If they want it. to set it up for a different time zone and a different right. time, they can do that. Good. Yeah. There's the. Uh, as the person who used to organise events at work. It's just, it's here now. If you don't come, you don't come. Yeah. Our, our events in, in uh, Aces High, we always do it three o'clock on a, either Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that covers quite a wide range of time zones. Yeah. yeah. And a there? wide range of sobriety levels. From the uh, <laughs> west coast of the US right over to in Finland and beyond. No. <laughs> The red-nosed baron. Yes. <laughs> we always did the nine o'clock on a Saturday night for us, and that got quite a good range of people. You know, it was a bit awkward for the for the night shift guys, but hmm. we, only, we only had one of them, and he was able to accommodate it when he could. You know, so yeah, it was it's good. Kind of miss it a wee bit, but you know, we'll get back to it. I'm sure. Well, well, we that's probably why we have the show. That's probably why we have the show at this time on a Thursday for people to get time to get home from work, but not enough time to get settled in for their evening's gaming session. Yeah, it means we catch them before the nine o'clock telly does. Yeah, 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 I, find, yeah. I, 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 I can't play until the show's over. Although I do usually start and during yeah. the bit, but never mind. I can't take it in whilst you're saying, you know, I've got to listen to it on the uh, on the catch up service. <laughs> with the subtitles <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> okay we're doing right. Mark a bit it's been an hour already yeah almost. Yeah. oh yeah mm. yeah we'll be running that stuff soon though <laughs> what these written down bits yeah these written mm. down bits yeah uh, running out of that but there it's you all go. it's all completely improvised this there's no script at all it's a myth oh no 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 nothing if we had a script anyway. it wouldn't be this crap would it no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it depends who's writing it. If it's us, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. bugger. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. moving on. <clears throat> yeah. So verily, the hand of time spake. The show dust go on. That's uh, that's by Bardvark. 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 Oh, you no. have no shame. <laughs> shame it is. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Or if you're watching the video upload, it's the moment that you've jumped forward to. It's the pilot with the press announcements, the invigilator of instructions. It's Flossie with a CG News. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do? When your faction leader's a dog, and your daily tasks are a slog You're feeling like a youth cog What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this news Should listen to 
she tells us what she Only thinks she it is, then you can get involved with this. Now you should listen to what Flossie says. Listen to what Flossie says. What on earth can we do? Do what Flossie tells you to. What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie said Now we heard what Flossie said We can put this matter to bed Just keep a voice in your head Flossie told you what to do Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Last week's CTs both ended early when Fight for Taurus Mining Ventures completed at 16.30 UTC on Sunday with a decisive victory, reaching Tier 6, an extra tier being added at some point, with 80, million, no, 80 billion and 551,905 credits earned. Five for Aegis and Admiral Aidan Tanner only managed to reach Tier 2. This week's CGs support the Scrivener's Dredger Update Initiative or contribute to Orion University Knowledge Drive. The HIP 43670 system is hosting two competing delivery initiatives, each of which aims to benefit the Scrivener's Clan. Supporters of the Scrivener's Clan are being asked to gather emergency power cells, power converters and power transfer buses and deliver them to the Alliance of HIP 42371 at Oramus Terminal. A spokesperson told the media, These supplies are needed to perform vital repairs to the dredger. Furthermore, if the power systems are sufficiently updated, they can bypass the ancient components affected by Orion University's override cords and continue travelling independently. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering emergency power cells, power converters and power transfer buses to Omrus Terminal in HIP 43670 system. Orion University has partnered with independent HIP 43670 Labour, which is requesting deliveries of anomalous bulk scan data, unusual encrypted files and unidentified scan archives to Shara Gateway in HIP 43670. The university's campaign was explained by Vice-Chancellor Leland Pettigrew. Although Dredger J303 is legally our property, what we value most is the Scrivener's Clan's dedication to deep, search, deep space research. To convince them of our noble intentions, we are donating scientific data and samples to their knowledge core. Our proposal is that they permit us to accompany them on their journey and share it in any future discoveries. 
to earn rewards you must sign up as an active participant before delivering anomalous bug scan data, unusual encrypted files and unidentified scan archives to Charlotte Gateway in the HIP 43670 system. Although there remains no response from the Scrivener's, Scrivener's clan, the Dredger is now actively monitoring all local and interstellar transmissions. This is a new development for the isolated community and suggests that they are aware of these campaigns. The first campaign to reach its maximum tier will successfully make its case. If neither campaign reaches the maximum tier, then the one with the highest proportional tier completion will be considered victorious. The dual initiatives began today the 18th of November and will run for one week. Should either campaign reach the maximum tier, it will end immediately. And that's it for this week's CCG News. Thank you, Flossie. And I've just been handed a statement from Canon Interstellar. After their overt attempts to coerce the Scrivener's clan into giving up their knowledge core by force, the Orion University are now appealing for the galactic community to supply them random useless data as if they were trading baubles with savages. In return, they claim that they wish to accompany the Scriveners on their journey and share in future discoveries. Given that the dredger is in a dangerous condition, it is unclear how this journey is to be safely commenced when the university have made no offer or attempt to supply the clan with the materials they need to make repairs. It seems clear that this community goal on the part of the university is simply a ruse to divert support from the community goal that would supply the Scrivener's clan with the materials they need to escape from under the yoke of the university. Canon members are urged to gather emergency power cells, power converters and power transfer buses and deliver them to the Alliance of HIP 42371 at Aramis Terminal so that the Scrivener's clan is able to bypass the university's locks on their drive and free themselves from their oppressors. So, handbags at dawn then. Anyway, this is the point in the show where we would turn down the lights if we had any that were on a dimmer switch. All we could do is turn them off and that would leave us in the dark. Some people who won't leave us in the dark, see what I did there? Yeah, I descended to Chicks's level. Our commanders, Beetlejude and Wotherspoon, as they bring us a taste of paradise that's suitable for those who have a coconut allergy. With the Gownet News Digest. Galnet News Digest, 18th of November, 3307. We read the news, so you don't have to. In this week's news, Thargoid Invasion gets serious. Frameshift clarifications. Neo-Marlinus Roundup. Dropping their loads. The recent invasion of Thargoids, no matter what the reason, is beginning to run out of control. Nine systems in the Pleiades and the Witchhead Nebula were attacked on the 4th of November. Five more were attacked on the 11th, mainly in the Colsac Nebula. And today, HIP 16753, 
Electra and Taygeta have also been attacked, giving a total of 16 systems actively being attacked by Thargoids. Despite a number of non-human signal sources, the California Nebula has not yet been attacked. Out of all the systems attacked, only one has been fully cleared of Thargoids, and only one station has been fully repaired. The Kaleino, HR-1183 and Pleiades Sector PD-S B4-0 systems are seeing big reductions in the number of Thargoids present, but this is only after many hundreds of hours of combat. Ark's Faith and Artemis Lodge have started the process of station repair, but Lyman Legacy, Cavalieri and Titan's Daughter have been newly attacked, so that number's going in the wrong direction too. The Thargoids are proving far harder to shift than before, not because the individual interceptors are harder to defeat, but because the Thargoid fleet seems more determined to hold its ground. And if, for every one system we clear of Thargoids, another three or more are invaded, it won't be long till we get back to the situation we saw in early 3305, when it seemed that Thargoids might take over the human-inhabited bubble. Back then, they disappeared without explanation after a few months. But this time, we might not be quite so lucky. Frameshift Clarifications Engineers Felicity Farseer and Elvira Martuk, assisted by their PR consultant Sally Morgan Moore, have issued a joint statement clarifying the server error messages some commanders have been seeing when trying to get their frameshift drives upgraded. Many commanders were awarded double-engineered frameshift drives after participating in the second phase of Brewer Corporation's Colonia Bridge Initiative. These size 3, 4 and 6 FSDs were seen by many as a welcome addition to the size 5 double-engineered frameshift drives that were given as a reward by Sirius Corporation for helping out with the Galactic Summit earlier this year. Many commanders who were awarded these earlier size 5 FSDs are the sort of commander who value the very best jump range possible and they rushed off to engineers Farseer and Murtuk to add the mass manager experimental effect. And it really did make those drives the very best you could get. But this week, when they tried to do the same thing with the FSDs Brewer had handed out... Both Martuk and Farseer refused to carry out the work. All they would say was server error and leave the baffled commander confused about what had gone wrong. It made a lot of commanders very unhappy and the engineers saw this and decided to help. Martuk and Farseer are pleased to announce that from tonight... They have fixed the problem and it is now possible to apply experimental effects to the Brewer Corporation Reward Frameshift Drives. But it requires nerves off steel. Commanders who apply a special effect such as Deep Charge or Mass Manager to their Grade 5 Double Engineered FSD will see it reset all the way down to Level 1 Engineered. But this is okay, do not fear. All you need to do is shut down your ship to what is known as desktop mode, start it back up again and you will find that you have your double grade 5 modifications back and the experimental effect on there too. Commanders are reminded not to try to use normal engineering on their frameshift drive as that really will remove the special brewer supplied modifications. Neo-Marlinist Roundup 
It's been a busy week for the NMLA. After persuading Hadrian Duval to give up Nova Imperium, and after the majority of the Theta group getting themselves arrested, you'd have thought they'd take it easy for a bit. But no, there were more fun and games, as the affiliated counter-terrorism unit found an old message from Master Bombmaker Theta-7 and a ragtag bunch of NMLA sympathisers from the Marlinist colonies hijacked a megaship. The message from Theta-7 took the best part of the weekend to decipher. Written back in July, it explained that Theta-7 had headed to the Panjabel system to lie low until the time was again right to let off some more bombs. As that was just before three Far God cult megaships set off round the galaxy, Ak believes that Theta-7 may be pretending to be a Far God cult member on board one of the three ships. Just what he's likely to do next, and when, will be of considerable interest to the people of the galaxy. The megaship hijacked is the Steel Majesty. It was taken from Heidi's sector RO-P-B6-2 by a small number of NMLA terrorists working together with supporters of the political wing of the NMLA and former members of the Neo-Marlinist Order of Madrid. The ship travelled to Madrid overnight, creating suspicions that the NMLA sympathisers plan another fight for the system they used to control. For now, the system endures an uneasy peace. Dropping their loads. Finally today, both Orion University and a loose coalition of human rights activists have issued appeals to help the Scrivener Dredger clan. OU wants to give them data to gain their trust and then persuade them to allow one of the university's scientists on board so that the knowledge core can be shared. The human rights groups want to help the Scriveners repair their ancient dredger so that they can escape the evil clutches of the university. It's not entirely clear which outcome will be better for the clan. Sailing off in a ramshackle dredger, with the knowledge that they've gathered being exploited by Orion University, or departing in a fully repaired ship with no obligation to surrender their secret information to anyone. Prior to the two appeals being announced, members of Canon Research tried to take matters into their own hands, delivering supplies by the only means then possible through that enormous crushing unit on the front of the dredger. In order to avoid being fined for littering if they dropped cargo canisters, they instead chose to fly their fully laden ships straight into the crushing unit. Commander LCU Nofu like one, who always flies his Type 9 upside down, explained that the 4.5 million credit rebuy was a sacrifice well worth making. In unrelated news, the dealership from which he bought the Type 9 is reported to be investigating a number of cases of suspected insurance fraud. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejuice and Wotherspoon. A seamless example of spinning straw into news in a way that would make Rumpelstiltskin green with envy. Talking of turning green, it's the apology officer with this week's Hutton Helper results. Or Thursday night is decal night, as I like to think of it. 
welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free Lone Ranger mask in case of outbreaks or pirating opportunities. This week we have the following events. The self-isolating at the edge of the galaxy solo trophy. The Federation Contract Supply Advanced Medicines Matt Hancock Memorial. The through to the next round of Strictly Come Isolating Deja Vu Trophy. The Mask Up or I'll Boil You Up Enforcement Shield, the Dark Gun to the Arse Double Vaccination Special, and the Where You're Going, You Don't Need Roads, Get in the Spare Room Trophy. So, head, shoulders, knees and toes, all of these may fall off as a result of outbreak. This week's Hutton Helper results are Exploration. Matt Santius is first with just over 133,000 light years travelled. Light 027 sold 62,556 tonnes of goodies to come first in cargo sold. Top mission runner is Major General Noctavagus with 408 points. Alex Zuno has claimed bounties to the value of 1,111,111,111 credits. Genix handed in a little over 482 million credits of combat bonds to top the table this week. And top place for passengers transported goes to, well, it's a major general again, for taxiing 10,339 passengers around the galaxy. Decals, well, no one gets a decal this week, so it's not really decal Thursday because everybody's already got one. Oh. Yeah, I know. Next week, though, there was just one hut and run in the last seven days. Kirito Prefect made the run in one hour, 53 minutes and 25 seconds, which puts them in 559th place overall. Sometimes it's more about the journey than the arrival. Are you desperate to get out into the galaxy after 10 days of isolation in an escape pod drinking urine, recycle, anything, nothing but out-of-date Soylent Brown? What's in Soylent Brown? Don't ask. Time to distract yourself before you work out the answer to that one. How you ask? Well, I'll tell you how. Just go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper before lubing up with hand sanitizer and getting on with it. Whatever it is this week. Let's face it, anything has to be better than sneezing inside your redlock and then having to wear it all day because you're in a vacuum. And it's zero G, so the contents of your sinuses float around in front of you. Well, and that cheerful thought is back to Studio 5. <laughs> Thank you, apology officer. <laughs> yeah, sadly this week is the first week in ages where we haven't been able to give away a decal, but, you know, next week. There'll be, there'll be decals plenty next week. Why? There'll be loads, there'll be hundreds and hundreds. Hunners, Hunners, H-U-N-N-E-R-S, Hunners. 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 Um, um, do we know of how many people, like, what sort of portion of truckers have the decal? No. It's not possible. <laughs> I, can, I know how many. I know how many, of how them many have been handed out. There's, 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 there's roughly 500 people out there with them. Hmm. Out of how many? More than 500. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it wouldn't be less than 500, would it? Well, There'd be fewer. It could be fewer or less because not everyone there who earns be... a hut and decal is a hut and trucker for various reasons. No, that's true. Depends which which pool you choose. Whether it's yeah. 
squadron facebook just yeah people. you know it's just mm. one of those mm. things you know but and sometimes being a hut and trucker is just a state of mind yes generally the good people who are using the hut and help them mm. because we can see what they're doing and the stats come up and things like that. So just another yep. reason to get the hut to help. A total of 621 have been given out. Yeah. In fact, I was just looking huh? on uh, I was just looking on Galbook and since mm. since we went on air, yes. uh, Commander Pitstarter has finished his round the verse event. He's been out for two years. Oh god. And oh, wow. uh, Visiting, go scroll down, 4,700 jumps, 270,000 light years. And he's, he's done like a sort of castellated route mm. around the galaxy. I think I did that one, the, the event, around the, the verse event in something like 11 days. But then that's not, obviously he's doing a lot more system scanning. And we were doing fast travel. But whoever this is is probably doing a lot more system scanning and the kind of thing that you do, jumping down to planets, having a look around for weeds to bother and that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't do... I, I, can, I can only think about one thing at once. I either go and scan planets or I go and scan weeds. I, yeah. I can't cope with both. Oh, right, I don't have the yeah. brain capacity for that. I'd better not try it then. <laughs> you've, got, you've got half a mind I'll to be a no trucker chance. yeah half no. a mind to be a trucker it's that's more need. than enough yes <laughs> yes that's quite mm. an interesting interesting post yeah very good mm. so, yeah that I would think probably deserves a wee you know a wee hunting decal somewhere along the way well if, if I just I just said to him depending on one Ah, ah, this is what ah. this is what happened with the results. They've all got them. You know, mm. We need new people to do things. Sign up for the hut and helper and just go and do things. You know. Well, mm. Yeah. <clears throat> we get new people in every week. Sean always points them out to mm. us. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, stand up and go, look, stranger, stranger. Who's <laughs> <laughs> my strangers? Who made the farting noise? Was that you, Helen? Uh, no, it's <laughs> not. <it's not. laughs> No, I forgot you're a little than that. It's, it's, it's funny because for half the show I've been doing them and then quickly going, Is, am I muted? Yes. And then the <laughs> you time where I muted. don't look, I wasn't muted. Yes. <laughs> 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 made my ears pop. <laughs> <laughs> made my nose pop. Ah, so. Oh, dear. They do. They my do. skin's starting to wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes are burning. Batting. <laughs> Your eyes are burning, yeah. Um... They do get a shiny Hutton trucker quick start oh, guide. Oh, thank God for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's handcrafted mm -hmm. and laminated and... Yeah. And all that. I, I, think I've got an old, I think I've got an old Amazon box or something we can make one out of. <clears throat> what? Uh, you know. Make what out of? A decal. Oh, I see. Yeah. See. That, but I'm sure I've still got some unicorn tape as well. Yes, so you know, and, and thank you. 3D printers and things. I mean, somebody yeah. can. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. fine. we'll get them a decal, Amazon box, and, and you know, some unicorn tape and some woods and sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. But uh, that's certainly. Uh, how long <laughs> ago was uh, Round of It? Two years ago, wasn't it? It probably yeah. was. This is probably yeah. something that got lost I, and I never made it, it back. Because I was out at the time, and I thought, 
By the time I get back for that, it'll have finished. So I thought I sod it. I mm. thought I might see you whizzing past me. You might have done. Um, you might have but, seen me whizzing past. But it's it's almost like one of those ships, you know, the the Adamaster and ships like that that suddenly reappear from the black after a long period of time. Yeah. Oh, I know the kind of thing you mean. Yeah. Hmm. Generation ships. Anyway, there it is. I thought it was interesting. Just shows how wrong you can be, doesn't it? Uh, are you? Oh, yeah. Pit stuff saying October the fourth, twenty nineteen, for round the verse. He's <laughs> not in well, chat, is he? Oh, yes, he's in the chat. Well done, Pit Did you do? Did you turn left when you should have turned right? Well, it went went up and then down and up and down and up and down. Oh, I see. Started and round the verse and just continued <laughs> well i think didn't get very far and just sort of did it at their own pace was was the yeah yeah uh, the impression i got anyway well done that's uh, so you, that's it, that's what happens if you actually go and do it properly you come back two years later <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it's, not, it's not a race, you know. Oh, it was a race, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it kind of was a race, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's just finished. Oh, well, hey, I didn't come last. <laughs> there's there's got to be a prize. Well, I didn't anyway. I'm just uh, current events, past events. Where is it? Yes. Around the verse in 80 days. There it is, yeah. Yeah. Graham, Graham MK, 14 hours. Oh, well. But Yeah. 14, some people did insane things commanders who completed right so on number 36 um, there after woozy mm. who took one month five days we can now have uh commander pit start <laughs> two I years and, and, and in, in order of that i think we i should give you this is um the theme song <laughs> Now the boots is clear. you'll all be racing for the best nope. time. Mugs the reward you want to get. Now your appetite is wet. Take to the sky. Just jump in, you ought to nine. Or maybe ask Explorer. Or if you feel rather flesh, that engineered diamond back you love so much. Hey, now we really should get on, cause a lot of time has gone. We all must charge up our friendship drives. Eighty days around the verse will take a lot of jumps. The waypoint scoops will drive you past any time. We'll get the fastest time and get back first to claim the final prize and glory. Eighty days around the verse, don't think it could get worse. Will anybody ship make it back jump? Scoop all around the verse. Jump around the verse. Wait, boys, all around the verse. Stay awake, all around the verse. Very well. Very good. Very good. I did I point out that was lovely. If pit starter checks. Uh, EDMC because it'll it should give you an estimate because he, he implied in his post that he uses it mm. it'll give you an estimate of your carto data so if you if it's a reasonable amount 
um, and you want to triple it through the Lee Yongri uh, plus 200% bonus, um, I posted a little guide how to do that. But it really depends how much you think you have, mm. uh, whether it's worthwhile. And it does carry some risk. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to get blown up the old You don't want to get blown up, but you can do it. I did it when I when I yeah. went around and uh, it Yeah, was, you really made it worth your while, didn't you? Well it's twenty four billion, it was worth it. Yeah. Well it wasn't, it wasn't twenty four billion when you'd finished though. No, it was seventy two, <laughs> yeah. I think. Seventy two, yeah. Mm. So I've had a wee look, I came in at sixteenth on round the eighty Yeah, I was just looking at that. Um yeah, one day fifteen hours. Did you, yeah. you what, you slept and ate? I mean, what, what were you thinking? Yeah, you could log out and log back in again. You know, you could go to your bed and come back in. You, know? <laughs> you could stop for a cap and then start again. You know, it was it was a total time in game it recorded. Oh, I see. So it wasn't... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, well, that was good. Yeah, I thought you were uh, going to do the, like the, you know, the, the red eye. Yeah, no, no, no. Start at six o'clock in the morning, like full of Red Bull or Monster or something, and, <laughs> and just keep going and keep. Going. I think Bits that might have been what Graham MK did, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel a bit sorry for Lydia of the Void there. Um, yeah, it's fourteen robbed. minutes longer. I <laughs> was robbed. robbed. Absolutely robbed. Did you? Uh, somebody posted in Discord the other day. It was something about going. It was. Uh, video going to Sanjay in under eight hours. Yeah. And they did it three times. <laughs> it was, it's quite funny. It's a really, really funny video. So yeah. if you scroll back up the Greasy Spoon Cafe a few uh, a, a few days, it, it's there. Uh, very good. I think Graham posted it. Snuggles. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Funny video. Absolutely. Um, right, so... Mm. I mean, on that note, we've gone mm. past the 10 o'clock now. We've gone past the hour mm. and a half. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's respectable. Yeah, I'm looking around to see if, uh, if Vantian's got his nose pressed up against the, the window. I'm not mm. seeing him. No, no. We might, we might be okay. No, no. I say might be. Well, I think we're... I think we I think we can um I can leave my headphones on this week. Or can oh, you? Not not if I press it. Oh, no, it's a, <laughs> no, it's a oh I don't think so. I don't think mm -hmm. so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hand on so, the volume button just in case. Mm. I just I think it's time to say thank you to everybody who's stuck with us through thick thin. Uh, as I call but, the my, but mainly my colleagues, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, that's, that's, that's what they used to call the Beckhams <laughs> in uh, the village. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Well, uh, and uh, we'll be back same time next week because you you, you really haven't been yeah. <laughs> good enough in your previous life. Yeah. So we will get, be back. We've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> So I think it just reminds, remain, reminds, remains for Amelia, who isn't here, but still will say, Further! You were too slow. Further! <laughs>
struggle too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking a thing anytime and I will. Loading up the teen eyes to the brim with grace. Father Mark, Father Mark. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Father Mark, Father Mark. Now everybody sing the heart and drunk the song. You know he leads as well Trucking across the galaxy Now everybody else Father Mark, Father Mark Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Father Mark, Father Mark Now everybody sing the hood and truck a song Father Mark, Father Mark Yeah, you know just where we're coming from Father Mark, Father Mark Now everybody sing the hood and truck a song Trash. 